Welcome to the Fern Podcast, As the Season Turns. Released on the first of the month, each episode will be following the changing landscape of the seasons, from the moon and the stars to the tides and the trees. I'm Leah Landers, author of The Almanac, A Seasonal Guide, and this podcast is created by Fern, makers of small-batch organic perfume who blend, barrel-age and bottle four fragrances a year, released at the equinoxes and solstices. We hope that this brief guide to the month ahead will awaken you to the rhythms of the year and help you to settle deeper into the seasons. If you want a resolution to stick, make it in September. There is a new broom feel about September, a sense that it is time to stop mucking about and to get down to business. There is historical precedent for this feeling, a sort of administrative shaking down that came with the completion of the harvest and with the ending of long warm days and the advent of colder, darker ones. If summer must end, and if we must go back to school, let's do so with crisp white shirts, polished shoes a brand new pencil case and some serious good intentions. The Anglo-Saxons called September Haligmona, Holy Month, or the month of offerings to give thanks for the harvest. Harvesting, bottling and preserving are still in full swing, for a little while at least, but going back to school in September can feel cruel, as the weather is often surprisingly calm and summery. Gold is slowly becoming the predominant colour, in the fields on the first of the trees, in the harvest moon hanging low, large and yellow in the sky. But despite the lazy feel to the countryside, this is a naturally busy time. Preparing for hibernation isn't easy. There is work to be done. The Oak Tree in September September is a month of change. Beginning in the dreamy glow and twilight evenings of late summer, it ends in the gathering dark and frequent storms of autumn. Our oak tree must use this time to begin preparations for the long northern winter ahead. But it also has important business to complete. In the spring, the oak tree set about reproduction its pollen-coated male catkins fertilising female flowers via the wind. Those flowers then produced fruits, acorns, which have been steadily growing through the summer. By September, the first acorns are turning from green to brown, ripening and ready to fall. 2020 saw a bumper crop of acorns in England. This is known as a mast year and happens every five to ten years. As the recovery period following a mast year lasts for one to two years, you may not see many this autumn, but there will likely be a few more than there were last year. It's not known exactly why oak trees have mast years, but an uneven supply of acorns is thought to be a way of preventing acorn eaters, such as jays, squirrels and deer, from relying too heavily on acorns and eating the whole crop. Those acorns that do ripen and fall this autumn will be spread far and wide by wildlife, and a lucky few will set down roots, germinate, and become next year's saplings. 
Birds of the month, waders. This is the best month to visit estuaries as they become filled with birds feeding up before migrating south or arriving from the north to escape the colder months ahead. Waders frequent wetlands and the coast. Their long legs and beaks allow them to keep their body dry when in shallow water and to penetrate into mud and sand for worms and insects. The curlew is one of the largest. It has a long, down-curved beak, brown speckled colouring and a white underside. Curlews that have summered in Scotland may fly south to the English west coast and to Ireland for winter. They have a gentle whistling flight call, which sounds very like their name. The call is associated with bad luck if you hear it at night, while sailors once believed that hearing it by day meant a storm was brewing and that they shouldn't set sail. The oyster catcher is another large bird, with strong black and white colouring and pink legs, red eyes and a long orange bill. It is a common sight in estuaries and marshlands, as well as on beaches and rocky coasts, and some areas see huge winter gatherings. The largest is at Morecambe Bay in Lancashire, where around 41,000 birds spend the winter. In addition to resident birds, a great number will fly in from the Faroe Islands, where they are the national bird. Faroe Islanders expect them to leave on the 16th of September and arrive back on the 12th of March, St Gregory's Day, a timetable to which the birds apparently adhere. Inside the beehive in September. In September, the colony shrinks in size as the female worker bees reach the ends of their natural lives and are not replaced in such great number. The male drones are no longer needed and will use up precious winter supplies, so they are harshly ousted from the hive and left to die. Natural sources of food for the bees become scarce but gardens planted with late summer flowers step into the gap, as does Himalayan balsam, an invasive and ecologically damaging plant of waterways, but a good source of late nectar. Wasps can become pests as they are ousted from their own nests and seek the sweet rewards that they have been used to receiving from their own queen, so they may attack hives for honey. The bees shore up gaps in the hive and reduce the size of the hive entrance with propolis, resin collected by the bees from tree buds, mixed with beeswax and their saliva. In season in September. From the hedgerows, woods and fields. Meadowsweet, nasturtium flowers and seeds. Bilberry, blackberry, crabapple, Elderberry, juniper berries, rose hips, rowan berries, damsons, haws, cobnuts, hazelnuts, walnuts. The roots of alexanders, dandelions, horseradish, Jerusalem artichokes, lovage, rampion, and wild garlic. From the seashore and rivers, eels, mussels, oysters, black bream, brown crab, herring, lobster, mackerel, turbot. Scallops, hake, megram sole, sardines, salmon, sea buckthorn berries. From the kitchen garden, 
Tomatoes, aubergines, chilies, sweet peppers, runner beans, French beans, peas, beetroot, calabrese, cabbages, carrots, cauliflower, chard, courgettes, cucumber, endive, fennel, garlic, kale, leeks, lettuce, onions, spring onions, shallots, swede and sweet corn, oriental leaves, pumpkin, winter squash, wild rocket, spinach, turnips, apples, pears, loganberries, autumn raspberries, blackberries, plums, red currants and cobnuts. Michaelmas, Muharram and Rosh Hashanah, September as New Year. The 29th of September once acted as a kind of administrative New Year in Britain. Annual rents were due, annual employment terms expired and new mayors were elected. It is still the date upon which the Lord Mayor of London is elected each year, a post that has existed since 1192 as opposed to the post of the Mayor of London, created in 2000. Local courts would be held, and new school terms began. The children that had been needed to help with the harvest finally released. Michaelmas Day was a day for pomp and ceremony, sorting, paperwork and new beginnings. This month also contains one of four Jewish New Year's. Rosh Hashanah is the new year for people, animals and for legal contracts. It can fall any time between the 5th of September and the 5th of October, occurring this year on the 25th of September. As well as being the start of the economic year, again likely tied to the end of the harvest originally, it involves a more spiritual kind of account-keeping, a period of self-examination and repentance. On Rosh Hashanah, God opens the Book of Life and the Book of the Dead. Ten days of prayers and repentance follow. And then on Yom Kippur, the judgment is sealed. A traditional greeting on Rosh Hashanah is Ketiva Vachatima Tova, a good inscription and sealing. There is a prevailing wind of fresh starts, self-reflection and renewed productivity in September of admin for self-improvement. Catch it if you can. It is a time to take out newly sharpened pencils and brand new stationery, to look at the achievements and failures of the past year, set them aside, then start work on new ideas and new plans. Glut of the month. Damsons. These rich and sour little plum-like fruits arrive all at once in great quantity in hedgerows and in gardens and will spoil after just a few days sitting around in buckets and bags in the kitchen. Be ready with the preserving kit. Damsons make the very best jam of the year, rich and sharp in flavour and deep purple in colour. Wash one and a half kilograms of damsons and place in a pan with 450 millilitres of water. Bring to the boil and simmer for 30 minutes, pushing the fruits against the edge occasionally to loosen flesh from stone. Fish out the stones as they rise to the surface. Resign yourself to not getting them all. Add 1,800 grams of sugar. Heat gently and stir until dissolved. Then boil until the temperature reaches 105 degrees Celsius. Cool slightly 
pour into sterilized jars and seal. Or make damson vodka. Small bottles of damson vodka make excellent Christmas presents. Fill a large kilner jar with one kilogram of damsons, 500 grams of sugar and one litre of vodka. Seal and put away, revisiting it to shake it occasionally. It will be ready by Christmas, or even better by the following one. Names for September's full moon. Harvest moon, wine moon, song moon. The harvest moon is always the full moon that falls nearest to the autumn equinox, and this year it is on the 10th of September. It can be a particularly golden moon when seen near the horizon, viewed through the dusty atmosphere of late summer. The autumn equinox falls at 2.03am on the 23rd of September. This is the moment at which the centre of the sun is directly above the equator, and so day and night are nearly of equal length all around the world. The word comes from the Latin equi, or equal, and nox, or night. Equinox occurs twice a year, in March and in September. Jupiter is at opposition in our skies on the 26th and 27th of September. This is the moment when we are the closest to it and it is brightest in the sky. It will be visible from 7.30pm in the east until 6.30am on the 27th in the west. It will be at its maximum altitude of 38 degrees in the south at midnight. But you should see it pretty well in the weeks either side of this date. During the course of September, day length decreases by 2 hours and 21 minutes to 11 hours and 37 minutes in Inverness and by 1 hour and 48 minutes to 11 hours and 43 minutes in Padstow. Average sea temperatures this month. In Orkney, the sea temperature will be around 12.8 degrees Celsius and in Penzance, it is 16.3 degrees Celsius. Ritual for September September's ritual is designed to be performed on or around the equinox, a moment of balance between day and night, summer and autumn. In keeping with this, and inspired by the fact that Libra season also begins this month, this ritual is called the Scales. Find somewhere you feel peaceful, out in the garden, under some trees, perhaps simply on your bedroom floor. For those who are able, I will begin by taking you through a very simple yoga pose to accompany this exercise. But for those who are not, simply find a position that makes you feel at rest. Sit on the floor, or a cushion or blanket is best, and bend your knees towards your chest. Now open your knees to your sides and bring the soles of your feet to touch, at least a forearm's distance from your groin. Hold the tops of your feet with your hands and gently begin to lengthen your spine so that your head hovers over your feet. If you are flexible, you may be able to drop your elbows in front of your shins and even touch your forehead to your insteps. More likely, 
you will find you come to a rest, somewhere between being upright and this posture. You'll find that this pose creates a little more space in your spine and a mild stretch in your inner thighs. You may wish to bring your hands together and press the thumbs to your third eye, just between your eyebrows, thus calming and concentrating your mind. Once you are comfortable in this pose, and the aim is to be comfortable, so do adapt to your body's needs, begin to visualise a pair of traditional weighted scales. Consider what is weighing heavily on you. Add this to one side of the scales. Watch as they fall out of balance. Now begin to think about how you can bring the scales to equilibrium this month and during the coming season, balancing the difficult things with better ones. Perhaps you might carve out time for your hobbies, for reading, swimming, painting, knitting, more time with friends, more time in nature. Add these things to the other side of your scales until you begin to see them balance. If you are in your yoga pose, or any other, only begin to fold yourself out of it when your scales feel balanced. If you like, write down how you plan to keep things equal. What are your aims for this month? Pop them on your desk or your bedside table and refer to them as often as you like. In the Fern Studio This month in Fern Somerset Studio, the team is busy with new beginnings, namely the launch of the Autumn 22 fragrance, which will be officially released on the Equinox, September the 23rd. This fragrance explores a new ingredient, black tea, in the context of herbal spicy scents, an ode to a Somerset herb garden near the studio. Black tea is having something of a moment in the fragrance world, often found in smoky, heavy fragrances. Autumn 22 is Fern's take on this special ingredient, using the depth of black tea to underscore Fern's trademark sparkling citrus tones amid a light blend of herbs and spices. Sweet sharp grapefruit and subtle elemi are spiced with ginger, cardamom and bay and strengthened by the leafy mystique of Ceylon tea. With each bottle this season, Fern has included a bag of herbal tea, blended by that very same herb farm, so you can enjoy your perfume amid the lovely fumes of a cuppa. Thank you for listening to this month's episode. If you've enjoyed listening, please do like and subscribe. All episodes are released on the first of each month. You can read more about the year ahead in my book, The Almanac, A Seasonal Guide to 2022, also available as an audiobook. This podcast has been created by Fern. Fern is an organic fragrance maker based in Somerset. Working with the rhythms of the seasons, they blend, barrel age and bottle four fragrances a year. Each fragrance is made to order for the names on the Fern production ledger. To join the ledger and find out more, visit www.fern.co.